0: monday's podcast the worst episode ever rest assured that i was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world topics from comic books video games movies and more my calculations are correct when this baby hits 88 miles per hour you're gonna see some serious shit let the game begin
1: i have no date a
2: two-liter bottle of shasta in my all-rush mixtape. Let's
1: rock. And here's your host. This is
2: Andrew, aka Nardog. Sorry, I gotta take this off. Oh, VR is weird, right? Alright. Alright, everybody. We are here. We're talking VR. And uh, yeah, we're excited. I'm excited. Because I really like VR. So let's uh let's just get going. All right. So we're gonna bring in our crew. We got Jesse here, who is a special guest, a friend of mine, and Sideshow Bobby.
0: Hey everyone, how you doing today? Jesse, welcome to the pod.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So, Jesse, what is your experience? Why are you the special guest today on our Man Cave Monday podcast?
1: Um, I really like VR. And Andrew knows that <laughs> he, he doesn't just really like VR. He
2: start. Are you the one that started an entire Facebook group for it?
1: Yeah. Back like 2016, I think when VR first started, I started a couple groups and, um, I think you're part of the Facebook one.
2: I, I recently joined the Facebook group for VR because I did get PlayStation VR and I'm planning on getting an Oculus quest 2 very soon. Um, But Jesse has been involved in VR for a lot longer than I have. And so I wanted to bring a little bit more of an expert to the discussion tonight. We might have a couple more people joining tonight. I've already got some bad news, though. My, the bane of my existence when it comes to VR, my older brother, Daniel, is not able to join us tonight. And if you would... Be able to look at the group chat that we had it was a pretty heated discussion over the future of vr and what's going to happen so um we're going to talk about it anyway and i just guess i get to show my opinion way more than he does because he's not here <laughs> so <laughs> um, Anyway, we uh, we were talking about it. So I recently got VR. I have a next door neighbor who has a Quest 2. I tried the Quest 2 and it's pretty insane how what much.
0: What is the... VR? What are right, we talking yeah. about? Because we'll I'm with that. thinking I'll what start with VR that. is back. And I'll show my age. I'm 40. I just turned 40. So yeah. I'm a child of the 80s, 90s. And I remember playing virtual reality. And I'm going to show a picture on our on our screen feed of sitting in a video game or uh, sitting in a booth playing uh, something like sitting down with a big headset and everyone's kind of watching you. And it's like very polygon graphics. Now, is that what we're talking about?
2: I mean, this is really, really, really old technology of, virtual virtual reality and actually I remember that because of the movie First Kid and that was my first introduction to like I was a Nintendo kid I was all about NES Super Nintendo and like right around that time this movie came out and I was like holy cow like this is actually possible which if you look at it now you're just like it's not that impressive
1: but have you seen lawnmower man the movie lawnmower man? i haven't
2: seen lawnmower man but i know that that's all about virtual reality as well yeah talk into that a little bit what what is that movie
1: with? Well, i'm sure it's better than whatever kids movie you watched <laughs> <laughs> um but this guy just uh he does vr and he kind of becomes like a god-like creature in vr and right it's, gotcha. it's a good movie it's actually a good movie
2: okay all right. So virtual reality is basically uh I mean now what is it? It is tr- the the goal is to be completely immersed in a virtual world. This is first kid. Yeah.
0: So what we're seeing on the screen is for of someone playing ver- uh, immersed in a world. So is it like Ready Player 1 we're trying to look at now. I mean, He's that's
2: biased. what we're talking about like if you've seen the movie Ready Player 1, that is actually legitimately already possible it's really expensive but um there are people that already have treadmills and already have these crazy expensive headsets and can in full 360 degree move their body run around and you know
1: andrew do you remember the scene in ready player one where uh, the bad guy gets hit in the balls in virtual reality and then it hurts him in real life
2: uh, I don't remember that, but that is actually like there. You're there's
1: like, like that.
2: yeah, there's like haptic feedback suits that are being made. There yeah. are, you know, haptic gloves. Like there is so much with technology that, like, talking about the PSVR. This came out 2016. Was that
1: right? 16, 17. Yes. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. So we're and talking old move controllers from. Right from
2: the, the PlayStation Three, uh, so I mean, this was like kind of the introduction to consumer level virtual reality. You didn't have to have a really crazy expensive computer and a headset and all of that. Still, so what about expensive?
0: What about the virtual? So I would think, well, I mean, I think the higher quality version. But what about like the virtual Game Boys? You know, like a at virtual home. boy. The virtual boys, right? Wouldn't that technically be what Their Nintendo's they, they first try? VR, but because you had a headset and you got to peek into the red, uh, the bad, right. the Game Boy gra- like, graphics. I don't
2: think looking back at it, people can actually say that that was true virtual reality.
1: Yeah, I think what it, it had stereo stereoscopic, so it has two screens so you can see 3D objects, but right. yeah, it was red and black, and also it had, um, no degrees of freedom, so like uh, right. there's some VR headsets where you can see 3D and you can turn your head and you can even move your arms out, um, but you can't like walk forward or walk back. And right. those are just three degrees of freedom. So now we have like six degrees. Yeah,
2: that's the big thing is now six degrees of freedom. So explain that, what is.
1: Yeah, that's where, uh, so the, uh, Bobby, the picture you showed where the people were sitting down, the old yeah. one, they could probably just turn their heads. They couldn't, like, if they stood up and walked forward, it wouldn't actually move them forward in the virtual environment. Right. But now you can do that. Um, PlayStation VR's biggest problem, I think, uh, is that it is six degrees of freedom, but because it has those cameras, uh, you have to basically be sitting down or standing in a very yeah. limited space. It, and it's really- definitely
2: like a beginner introduction to virtual reality. It's kind of... I mean, it's just fun to have it, but honestly, I've already tried, like, the Quest 2, and I'm just like, okay, this is, like, this is kind of, like, a cool novelty thing to have, and it's fun because, the like, I have a stack of games here, and this was, like, maybe 40 bucks for all of these games, because they're dirt cheap right now. So, but, you know, the reality of, like, having a, a cable attached as well... Is where the Oculus Quest, which we'll get to Oculus, we'll get to Facebook owning it, all of that in a little bit because we got plenty of time. But the reality is, like, the future of virtual reality is going to be completely wireless, not tethered to anything, no wires connected to you at all, kind of a thing, you know. And the fact of like having that. Like yesterday I had a friend come over and for the first time he tried an Oculus two, which I borrowed from our neighbor and immediately without training him at all, he was just fully able to play. Like he, he played super hot VR and he was fully able to just do everything in that game that you're supposed to do. And there was no like initial training of, what to so do. it's very
0: intuitive. It's very intuitive. Like uh, you yeah, can, they're, they're, yeah. You, you don't know, need. And, you don't need help. It's like if you pick up an iPhone, you on you automatically know how to use it. Yeah, there's, it's, there's a
2: learning curve. It's very intuitive. Um, so getting back to what is VR, it's literally immersing yourself completely into a virtual environment. So we're talking anything from. Just you had a bad day and you want to go hang out on the beach in Florida. You want to go travel the world. You are working out, but you're riding a bike. And you want to actually, as you're riding your bike, see yourself moving in motion somewhere.
0: So I'm a cyclist, you know, um, and I was big on going into those gyms where you can connect yourself to, Ah, uh, you can connect your bike. It will track your power meter. it will if you're going uphill, it will start purposely slowing down your bike so you have to adjust your gears. Right. you would see yourself moving on a map. and then they would also have like a a map of the road essentially. Sure. But because I'm not on a headset, I'm on a bike, that's not virtual reality or like same way, like playing on the Nintendo Wii, you know, you're you're kind of moving in a 3D environment. You have some control. Like if you're playing Legend of Zelda. Um,
2: yeah, but you're not you're like using- in the actual game. Like you are watching a screen that is the game. But like virtual reality, like Bobby, have you ever even
0: tried virtual reality? Not what you're saying. I have not tried the virtual reality, what you're talking about.
2: Okay. So it literally like is. it's really kind of hard. And this is, I think, one of the things that is going to be the um, the problem with like the future marketing of virtual reality mm-hmm. is it's really hard to explain to somebody until they actually just try it like
1: it's kind of like when the first iPhone came out you could explain all you want that this phone is awesome it's intuitive you know it, ma- it makes pictures better it makes text better it makes all this stuff better but until you actually try it and you're like whoa this is way better than a Blackberry yeah you just won't see the light.
0: Well, I think Steve right. Jobs did. Again, you have to make it simple enough. Technology has to be simple enough and affordable enough to reach the masses.
2: Which is where I feel oh. like we're on the
1: cusp of right now. Yeah, Andrew just mentioned that he got his friend in Quest 2 and they knew how to do it immediately. So it's yeah. simple.
0: So it's and- simple, but how much does the Oculus Rift go for these days for the average Well, it's the Oculus Quest. Quest, sorry.
2: So the new the Quest Two, which came out in October of 2020, is three hundred dollars for the 64 gigabyte and four hundred dollars for the 256 gigabyte model. No expandable memory, which is one of the things my brother
1: will complain about. Um, but can I bring uh, up this point? Uh, you can use virtual desktop with it, you and you can use virtual, virtual desktop from your computer. So who cares about storage on the Quest? You can right. keep all the games on your computer.
2: Yeah. But then also you have to, there are some people that they don't have powerful enough computers to be able to handle the virtual reality. And that's the whole other issue. So I think the future of virtual reality is not as much. It's, it's still going to be cool. You can tether yourself to a computer, but I think it's going to be like standalone units that.
1: I think, I think it will be even further than that. Once we have 5G, 6G, you won't need a computer at all. It will right. be like back in the 70s when we had like dumb Terminals for computers. Yeah. And you have like a a server, a mainframe that did the processing and then just sent it to the displays. I think we'll just have the headsets be able to do 5G and then it will just go to the cloud. The cloud will compute it just like Stadia and all that. Right.
0: You can throw it up a little, you can go a little political. So um, everyone vote for the infrastructure bill. (laughs) 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 No, I'm serious because if you want this technology, you know, and people aren't just, I mean, and the type of technology you're talking about, people are trying to use this technology for meetings as well. They'll buy the cheapo headsets they can make out of cardboard, yeah. put their iPhone in, and then start meeting people online, not doing Zoom, but in virtual um, reality environments. If that is the future, you have to definitely get the technology better. And broadband has to be more universal across the board for it to actually work
2: yeah i think um
0: and to catch on
2: yeah it's it's gonna be more and more like i mean i think after covid everyone realizes that like zoom has its limitations um it's a, a great thing but it's also not like a new thing because skype has been around forever um But I think that there's going to be a further understanding of like, we want to be able to still have these meetings, but be more, feel like it's more of a a, a personal experience. And so I can totally see in the future, like business meetings and stuff like that being done over virtuality as well.
0: And then I don't have any uh, statistics to go. How many people are slowly going back to the work environment over, you know, how many people are staying at home doing their jobs? But it's probably going to be more of a mix these days. And do you? Yeah, think, there's a lot um, more people
2: that I mean, there's so many like Fortune 500 or huge companies that like friends of mine that work at these companies that indefinitely they can work from home, even though like the office has opened back up again. So that's
0: going to be the new. That's going to be the new policy, or that's again well, the whole employer going to have is.
2: to... For for some people. But but anyway, I think we kind of established a little bit like what VR is. It's also hard. Full immersion. To...
0: That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's full, full immersion. immersion. We're we'll
2: talking video. We're talking like literally, you're in this world. You turn your head to the right, and like just like in the real world, when I turn my head to the right and I'm seeing my dining room, and then I turn to the left and I see this window, and I can look out the window and I can see my next door neighbor's house. Like doing that in this virtual world.
0: And like that South Park episode. I actually don't know what you're talking about because I haven't <laughs> watched it yet. But. Jesse, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: No. All
0: right, so there's an episode of South Park where Cartman tricks Butters that he's wearing an Oculus Rift and he go, Butters goes into school, say, wow, this is so real and starts doing bad things to bad people. And then, um, uh, and it just it just keeps going worse and worse and there's like a whole matrix thing and they don't know who's actually stuck in virtual reality um so if right. if anyone checks it out it's season 18 of uh South Park but it, again it's full immersion at the end of the day one of the characters was full immersion they didn't know if they were in reality or if they're in the game at the end funny. of the day
2: yeah that's funny sorry I, uh Bobby Joe's trying to get on, and maybe you have do you have a link?
0: For I do. Him? I'll I'll send out that link. Thank you. Give me a give me okay. a second. Cool.
2: Okay, so we established kind of what virtual reality is. The technology is exponentially getting better and better. I mean, we're talking like within six months to a year better than what it was before, kind of a thing. Um, the next question was uh or or subject was um does any of us have v r experiences before the modern v r right now so bobby you uh, you're not on right now actually <laughs> you talked about uh uh virtual boy jesse, do you have a virtual yeah. boy
1: um i had one i sold it okay yeah, i put that i also did uh i did something in wisconsin dells that was like what Bobby showed.
2: Um, oh the vir- yeah that was called virtuality i think like similar was- to that yeah okay so you had some experiences prior to the modern virtual reality yeah. that we're having bobby what was your experience with owning a virtual boy was it pretty disappointing was it kind of like hey this is cool
0: there most is people
2: it. were disappointed
0: it was okay hey joe. hey joe nice to see you what's up guys we're we're talking about our first Interactions with a virtual reality, and I had a virtual boy, a bit the red thing. That I mean, it was clunky, it was boring, and there wasn't a lot of good games for it, unfortunately. Well, there was so, like only
2: eleven games for it, or no, twenty-one,
0: right? Right, and I didn't end up getting. It was over expensive, yeah. clunky, and yeah. it ended up going to the dust pile. So, um, right. my next steps would probably would have been the Nintendo Wii. Is the closest yeah. thing I play with virtual is virtual reality. So
1: you didn't have Jack Bros, complete no. Not That's no. A very expensive game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. No. So, um, Joe, we've uh, when you just uh, anyone who's joining us today, we're talking about virtual reality, and it's you have to be full immersion. Is the, the technology that we're talking about. So if you turn your head right, you see everything to the right. Turn left. If you step forward, you step forward. There's no six joysticks. degrees.
2: Six degrees of freedom. You know, um, and there's even like talk about in the future, like there's a certain company that actually got banned, but it was like this sort of thing that you would clip on to the bottom of your headset mm-hmm. and it would actually like mist different scents to you. Um, but it got banned because it was considered a vape product, um, <laughs> which was hilarious. But Like there are people that are trying to like bring literally like you're, you're walking through a field of flowers and you smell flowers kind of a thing, which is pretty crazy. All right. We'll see you in a bit, Joe. Um, so, okay. I wanted to talk about current companies that I, and, and, uh, Jesse, (laughs) you might have more insight than I do, but current companies that are making VR right now. So, Even though I don't think it is the best VR, I'd say Sony is probably one of the biggest selling VR companies. Um, And they're currently working on their next model of virtual reality for the PlayStation 5. We don't know a lot about it other than the controllers. That's the only thing that has been revealed so far, other than we do know that there will be a single cable connecting to it Oh, is this Brady Player One? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a single cable that is connecting to it from the PlayStation 5, which is still kind of a bummer that, like, we're at next-gen and there's still going to be a cable. Um,
1: I bet part of that is Sony wants it to just be really easy to use. And the yeah. second you is Wi-Fi and routers and firewalls and all that yeah. stuff. The simplicity goes away. That so makes I bet, sense. I bet they'll have a wireless Upgrade option.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: Default.
2: How much of a difference do you think the next model is going to be compared to?
1: I don't know if anyone can tell because, like, with the original PSVR, like that thing does 120 hertz, which up until like two years ago when um, the Vive ind- or Valve Index came out, like yeah. no one was even close to that.
2: Yeah, and that's recently just was announced for Oculus Quest, too, that the 120 hertz is going to be available. But the interesting thing is that 120 hertz is available, but you still have the screen door effect, which if people don't understand what that is, it's just a lower resolution where it almost looks like you're looking through a screen door um, into the virtual world. So is that just because of the lower resolution, correct?
1: Um. Basically yes, and you can do tricks like uh, different lenses will blur things differently. There was, yeah. um, I think, it was HP put like a, a screen over the lenses, or I mean over the screens, to blur okay. it. Um, but yes, yeah, so we did a lot of tricks that were like, uh, even though they had like lower resolution, they had um, LCD striping where it shows RGB, um, yeah, really nicely. So even though it had low res. It still looked good, and then they just kind of blurred it to get rid of the some of that screen door, right? And like I mentioned, the 120 hertz was amazing; like blew everyone else out of the water. So right. I think you don't know. Like Sony's going to have to cut corners to make it affordable, like Bobby was talking about. It. But like, you don't know where they'll cut corners and where they'll like just blow everyone else away. Right. Like, I was interested in that. Yeah. Predictions at all, especially when you're talking. They have a cord still. Like that is. Yeah. That's like, how can you have a cord when two, three years, four years before the quest doesn't like you're already in technology. So who knows what stuff though. Sometimes it takes
0: certain companies to perfect it. I mean, I was talking earlier in our, in our discussions. um, I remember compact trying to come out with a tablet and they just couldn't Mm -hmm. get it right. And it wasn't until Apple brought out the iPad that the tablet really hit off. Sure. Yeah. So it probably will take a certain company to know at the right time the right technology and make it right affordable for it to really fly.
4: I think with the you right
1: tried, to- If you tried the quest 2, I think you'd be like Facebook is <laughs> might be that company.
3: Yeah. yeah. I have a I have a quest too and yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. I, I went over to my nephew's house. And, uh, Oklahoma, and he had a quest one and he's like, I'm going to sell it so I can get a quest two. And, um, it was like a week later, I was like, okay, I got to have one. And so I went yeah. and got it. So, um, and, and you're,
2: you, you've experienced both. Yeah. Have you seen a big difference between the two compared to the one?
3: Yes. A hundred percent. I've experienced a it- PSVR, the quest one and quest two. And yeah. uh, I would say the Quest Two is on par with PSVR graphics. So, but there's like no screen door effect. No,
2: or like it's it it's almost not clear.
3: When I yeah. play the when I had a PSVR, it had a screen door effect like Jesse was talking, and um, it that bothered the heck out of me. It, yeah, it, I didn't like it at all. Even um, if you but,
2: had 120 hertz.
3: Yeah, refresh. Yeah, gotcha. And so. With a Quest 2, um, playing the Walking Dead uh, versus with a Quest 1, there's a night and age difference. Absolutely. Because isn't
2: it double the power, the yes. Quest 2, compared to the 1? It is. Is that right, Jesse?
1: I'm not sure. <laughs> okay.
2: That's all right. So anyway, uh, more companies. Sony, Oculus, we already covered. HTC, Valve, HP. There is a Chinese company called Pimax, which is kind of more your boutique Headset, Uh, Vario, is that how you say it? Yeah, I think so. And Pico Interactive. Can you think of any others that are, you know, major contenders
1: in the uh, virtual reality world? You could say Microsoft is, if you count AR.
2: With a halo lens? Yeah. Yeah, if my brother is on here, he would absolutely disagree with you. <laughs> he would say that is not virtual reality.
3: But um, it is. It is a form of virtual it is. reality. It's augmented reality. Right. And, and it, we're talking about the future of virtual virtual reality. And right. I believe it's both virtual reality and augmented reality. Um,
2: so, so explain what the Halo lens is compared Halo... to VR.
3: Like kind of the lens is when you put it on, and if you have an iPhone or I, I believe even Samsung uh, has phones can do this. Um this is a zombie game on my iPhone that I have that I can load it up and um it was it'll scan my my uh bed my bedroom or my living room and I'm in a helicopter shooting zombies that are coming across my floor. That's augmented reality. So,
2: I mean, in the, in the very, very basic form of augmented reality, Pokemon Go. Yes, absolutely. Where there, there's a Pokemon in your living room. There's Pokemon as you're walking, you know, whatever. But it's an actual headset that Microsoft made Yeah, where you look through it and you're seeing the real world, but you're seeing it augmented to fit whatever you're doing.
3: I... I know Dan does not agree with this, but this is the future of gaming is VR and AR. Yeah. So um, anytime, anytime we, we can experience. And what I really love about my um, Oculus 2 is playing super hot. Man, I'm, I'm dripping sweat. My friend, my friend
2: who yesterday came and played it for the first time. Mm -hmm. It was within 20 minutes, just pools of sweat down his face. Like that it, it, game that game you have to do physical exercise in order to get further along in the game because you have to like dodge these bullets and you know grab this gun and all of that stuff, you know, and
3: it makes you feel like you're a badass. Yeah. <laughs> in the, in it, the same does. Sense. it really does. Have you have you played it, Jesse or
2: Yeah, yeah Jesse yeah. is but, a hardcore Bobby, VR enthusiast. Bobby's never played VR.
0: Um Is it getting closer to like the Tony Stark holographic interface? Like we're seeing right now with this promo for um, on screen for Oculus Rift, you see a guy doing like a graphics work, making a a augmented reality chair in his room.
3: I believe so. I logged on to my Oculus Quest the other day and it said, Hey, you don't need your controllers anymore. You can use your hands. And they use motion tracking from the Oculus Quest cameras on the front of the, uh, uh vr and i can grab stuff with my hand my hand like this and stretch it and everything do you think is,
2: that's going to be like a new different like uh website building is that going to be like so much easier now because of things like virtual reality
1: uh, no. no i don't think so i don't know try to make developer tools in vr and it never works out But a a few things is, in the future, will we even have websites? Why have anything 2D if all your displays are 3D? Sure.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, And I think, Andrew, remember I took all those photos of your game room, your basement? Yeah, yeah. I used to
2: live in a house that you took all these. You brought a camera and you took a whole 3D rendering of my basement. Did you use that uh,
1: 360 camera? No, no. I just took a lot of photos with one camera. But stitched them together? Yep. Yeah what I did then after they were stitched together, there's all these like bad artifacts cause it's not perfect. And I actually went in, um, Oculus medium in VR and I just made the room the size of my room and I yeah. walked around my room virtually and I like fixed it all like, uh, right. Like if there was a wall that needed to be moved, I pushed it back or yeah. a little artifact there. I'd, I would like kind of like clay and just remove it. So doing that in 2d, Really stinks working with 3D objects in 2D really stinks. Sure. Okay, might yeah. not help a website because websites in general are 2D. I think anything 3D, like game development, could be improved or art. Oh, there's lots, there's actually lots of art. In, yeah.
3: What do you do for a living, Jesse? Uh, software engineer, software engineer. Great. So, this is
0: right up your alley,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. I loved a lot.
2: Okay, so in a little bit, we're gonna get to the future. Right now, I want to talk about. Right now, what's going on in the news of VR? I've got a couple bullet points. And then, Jesse, you, you're you always on top of this stuff. So if you've got anything to throw in there, let me know. So first, solid news, just this past week. Um, so Oculus is a company that was bought by Facebook a couple years ago. What? Four, three years ago, Jesse? Yeah, only five. Maybe six. even more. Yeah, maybe more than that. But it was bought for like over $2 billion, right? Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. Um, So they, uh, a couple, uh, like a year and a half ago to two years ago, created their first completely wireless headset called the Oculus Quest. And then last October, Oculus Quest 2 came out. And it's double the power of the first one, all that stuff. Before that, VR gaming was always some in some way tethered to a computer or tethered to your playstation for you know so this the from my understanding it's the first completely wireless vr is that correct
1: no i mean they had cell phone stuff and there was little
2: right but like
1: green, green. Again, it's serious yeah,
2: serious vr yeah because we'll talk in a little bit about cell phone vr and how that pushes so many people away from VR because it's just such a shitty experience. It's it's yeah. not great. Um, so Oculus Quest 2 news is uh, they, uh, one of the big things with Oculus Quest 2 that's cool is you can connect it to your PC um, because it's not necessarily powerful enough to play games like Half-Life Alex, or uh, I don't. I actually don't know a lot of other powerful games that the Quest store doesn't have, but one of the biggest games is Half Life Alex. So you you did have the ability through a cable to connect your Oculus Quest two to your PC, and then you can just use your Quest two as a monitor, and your PC takes care of all the you know heavy lifting. Just recently, they announced that there is a new update that's going to happen where that can happen wirelessly as long as you are on the same Wi-Fi network, which is huge because you can now, um, sorry, my wife's trying to walk by, (laughs) Uh, you can still be connected to your computer, but you don't have to have a cable between your headset and the computer. And then also the update is going to have a 120 hertz mode, which is... Jesse, what you were talking about that PSVR had 120, you know, six years ago. So it's cool to see that those are two like major updates that anybody that has a quest two is really excited about. Jesse, how much does this make a difference in the world of VR? Like is this a big deal or is this just more like
1: well, because you could get virtual desktop, um I don't know if it makes a big difference. I think now people just buy more stuff off of um, Oculus Store. Um, What is virtual desktop? um, Just lets you wirelessly connect to your desktop. So you run an an app on your desktop machine and then your Quest can connect to it and you can play any Steam game you want.
2: But didn't you have to buy virtual desktop? Wasn't it yeah.
1: like a, yeah, it's 20 bucks, but so now in, you don't
2: even have to buy it,
1: yeah. But but uh, I don't, if you look around the quest store and you look around Steam, uh huh, you'll pay that $20 just in the, the Oculus store's pricing. It's more expensive than Steam because the,
2: the games on the quest store are more expensive, yeah. Gotcha, okay.
1: There's not as well, much free content, and yeah,
2: gotcha, okay. So
1: um, I, I'd also like to point out that uh. Even though the PSVR did 120 hertz, it was a trick. It really just took 60 and doubled it. Oh, okay. So it didn't render, you know, 120 frames. It rendered 60 and just like updated them and then updated the tracking and stuff. Gotcha. Um, I think that 120 hertz update is big, but I think it's only three video or three games that yeah. are gonna support that launch.
2: <laughs> so far, yeah. But going forward, they're gonna be more supportive with it and everything.
1: Yeah, and if okay. anything, this means the Quest Three will definitely support 120, if not 144.
2: Right. Yep. Next bit of news: Oculus is having a gaming showcase April 21st at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's Wednesday, right? Uh. uh yeah, yeah. That's Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who all has a Quest? Are you guys excited about this? Or do you think it's just going to be a lot of news that we already know? Do you think there's going to be a lot of big new
3: news? I'll let Jesse go first.
1: Um, I don't know because uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see.
3: <laughs> okay. What about I you, just, Joe? I just got my Quest two weeks ago, right? And um, so far, I've bought The Walking Dead, Super Hot, and, um, and Population I've, One. Population One, that's it. And so I'm so exploring uh, VR. And population one, I absolutely loved it. It's a totally different experience playing a battle ro- royal game. Yeah,
2: explain what the game is.
3: It's a battle royal game. You jump in with two other players, ra- random people. Uh, if you're this, it's a squad of three, and so when you go in and you find your gear. You're literally picking up your guns, you have to load it like a real gun, which I thoroughly enjoy as being ex-military and everything i'm picking up my gun loading it loading my clip and everything and
4: moving forward sorry uh we'd like guys.
0: to welcome alberto to the uh the man cave uh caveman alberto how you doing today
4: uh doing pretty good sorry for being late but <laughs> no you know problem man. <laughs> do you own an oculus i own zero vr i um i don't know how i feel about it um I don't know if you guys talked about it already earlier, but I know that the man cave group chat was going off pretty hard the uh, last few days. Yeah, my brother and me. Yeah. <laughs> specifically, it was. specifically and he the Golsons. to remove me from the group. <laughs> specifically, the Golsons were going pretty hot and heavy in, in that conversation. Um, yeah, we have not I,
2: quite gotten to that subject yet.
4: We want to add you so. back, Andrew. <laughs> So 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 I'll save like all like my my full thoughts, but the only VR experience i've I've ever had is just at the arcades. I have played like a couple of zombie shooters and uh, super hot it, they were really cool experiences, but my experience is still very limited compared to what you guys are. Have. So
2: you're talking like recent arcades where you're like you're like strapping into
4: yeah, 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 okay. yeah. there was an arcade um at like a resort like up in Wisconsin. And they gotcha. had like, and they had yeah. kind of like a little station that you can walk up to. And first time I'm ever trying it, I was kind of nervous because um, I'm not a fan of roller coasters. I get motion sick like crazy. Oh yeah. So as soon as so, so the idea of being inside of that kind of world, a fast paced you know, moving thing, I was like, I'm gonna probably throw up. But
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I get motion sickness as well, and um, I I'm not gonna say VR cured it, but I think it's actually helped really really know, it's like extra okay. therapy or what but and um, that's also some it'd be really cool if somebody released like actual therapy for motion sickness in VR like you know right did some no. test to make it help it yeah
3: I know gotcha I know I know that they are using VR to help people with um with vision issues as well which is pretty cool on a medical side of things um for me when I use my VR a lot my eyes hurt like they're super oh. sore and oh.
2: I, how long are you talking
3: i'm i mean i played um i played super hot for probably about two hours and i was just okay like, it, it broke me for three days but that could yeah. be because oh. i'm 37
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, wait. first take breaks obviously but number two uh go next time you go to the eye doctor or you can even measure it yourself there's an ipd which mm-hmm. is how yeah. people are, make sure that's dialed in correctly. And with the Oculus Quest, it's really silly. They like they jump like five millimeters. Three, three options. Because you can, adjust. Options, you can right?
2: adjust. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like that stinks. Yeah, I wish why did they do it like millimeter by millimeter?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't fine-tune it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh going on forward with news i don't know how new this is i think this was actually last year but it's important to bring up there's a company called cat vr and they fully funded within 24 hours something called the cat vrc um which bobby i sent a picture of it in the facebook chat um and it's a in-home treadmill basically for um being able to actually physically walk just like in uh, Ready Player One um, in the virtual world. And yeah. it is, uh, you know, you, you really got to be a VR enthusiast for the, you know, everything. Obviously, new tech is always going to be super expensive at first. But I think, Jesse, you might know more of the price, but isn't it like $1,500? bucks?
1: Uh, i am not sure the price of that one.
2: Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, they were That's saying,
1: hardware. Like,
2: yeah, I think they were saying it was going to be like 1500 bucks and it can fit, you know, it's, it's not like, it's still a big piece of equipment, but it's not like, yeah, you know, you can set it right next to your bed. Um, and so the reality is it, it could be quite a conversation piece if you got like a lady friend that comes over and like, what the heck is that? But, <laughs> you know, um you
3: just tell them that's yeah. how it's you a stay virtual
0: fit. treadmill.
3: <laughs> that's how you stay fit.
0: I, I'm so, running I mean, my yeah. mirror I can't run a marathon in Chicago because right. of COVID nineteen. So I'm going to yeah. use my virtual treadmill to run the Chicago yeah. marathon. Let's so
3: yeah, from my you understanding.
1: In your bedroom, you don't. You're not having a girlfriend.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: probably not. I disagree um, with that.
3: I disagree with that. My wife would absolutely love that in our bedroom. They came out. That's... They came out wrong. They came out wrong. Uh, <laughs> let me rephrase that. If we she's were dating, old. she's watching and she's like, "Oh my god." Um, <laughs> if we were dating and she came, my wife is extremely beautiful. If she came over to my house, came into my bedroom, saw that, I, she would be like, "All right, that's pretty cool. I want to try it out." So not all chicks are like that. I'm just gonna say, right. but.
1: I, but but anyway, I also, don't, I don't. Even, I'm into VR. I don't want one of those. Like, it's you
2: don't. Yeah, I was. I, I, really, do, I really, I really wanted to ask your take on it. Like, I think VR you
1: are the, uncomfortable. That you get tired in 15 minutes. Like, um yeah. Like, there's a lot of problems with them. Like, duck. Could you play super hot? You slam your head against the metal bar or whatever. Like, All right. <laughs> uh, and the only thing it'd be cool to be like in Skyrim and like just walk forever, but. Right, you were talking about your eyes being tired after two hours. Imagine walking or running for two hours, like, yeah.
0: I'm a marathon runner, so I I have run four to five hours and I've done Ironman, so on purpose, on purpose. So, why?
2: (laughs) But also, my understanding, Bob, if we go back to that picture, yeah, these treadmills are not like your traditional treadmill where it's an actual belt. Isn't it basically just an extremely slippery surface?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what they usually are. Yeah,
2: so so you kind of got to have to actually train your body to run in a different way than you're used to running. So there's also a problem with that, but also there is a, a guy called Smart, uh, he has a YouTube channel called Smarter Every Day, and yeah. he went to the headquarters of, um, the people that made the treadmill for uh, Ready Player One. And they're actually trying to work on a physical treadmill that actually moves with your movement, Um, which might be more natural of a movement than just this slippery surface that you wear, you wear special shoes and everything in order to like... I don't understand
1: why, why do you, why would anyone want a treadmill? Why not just do a room scale? Just like... The, the best I, stuff I think it's because actually walking.
2: I think it's because a lot of people don't have a ton of space you know um mm-hmm. a lot of people live in small apartments and you know that's kind of where they're trying to get their market at well I mean if,
1: anyway, if you have fifteen hundred dollars or how much this costs to
2: spend yeah you probably to have enough space be, but also you might just be a big apartment.
1: enthusiast and
2: yeah but anyway that that was like a big thing in the vr world that like it was it kickstarter fully funded in 24 hours i believe they're on the market now if not
3: they're going to be soon um, they are the there's they are on the market now i've seen videos of people for, for
2: consumers these. though
3: yeah oh absolutely okay okay i uh, if i knew you were bringing that up i would just send you the link um but gotcha. i think if i may ask who's seen player one uh, ready player 1 who's seen that movie do you guys think that's the future of gaming?
2: We kind well, of have already talked about that.
3: I was late. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that, in, in a sense, it already is kind of here in, yeah. in some ways.
0: It's um, here, but it's not readily available to everyone. Well, it's I too expensive. The, and... Well, I think well, the well, Quest I mean, 2
1: is... Expensive, the Quest 2 is $300, and that's yeah. cheaper than a PlayStation 5. Right? Yeah.
2: I think the Quest oh. 2 is what is making... But the it's difference, also the
1: difference,
0: it's also internet based, correct? You need no. a good
1: no. I mean, mean. Games, it is, but if you play single player, you don't need fast internet. Yeah.
3: It's internet based, as in you cannot use it unless you have internet, you have to download it from the internet, all your games, yeah. Yeah, so it, it is internet based.
0: Right. it's internet based on that but you don't need to be connected to the internet all the time to interact to interact no, with once the server you,
2: once you have it downloaded if it's a single player game you don't need if to be connected it's downloaded
0: to the internet. into the into the into the uh hardware yeah into the into the rift so okay right yeah
2: okay next thing
0: in my opinion a huge
2: um announcement i really want to get Jesse's take and joe's take because he has a twist too. resident evil 4 <laughs> yeah. was announced as going to be released again which that game is on freaking every system but it's going to be for the first time ever in virtual reality jesse first what's your take on that
1: well the best version of resident evil 4 to date is the Wii version because you can point and shoot it now it's going to yeah. be even better i can't even imagine like aiming down the gun yeah going to be getting so
2: excited excited about it.
1: Yeah, if I can handle being in a horror game, I'm not really <laughs> yeah. like
2: yeah, you you're know? you're actually in the horror game. Yeah. You know, I have not tried Resident Evil 7 VR yet because I don't know if I could
1: I don't know if I could do it. Like I played being... it for two minutes and I took the headset off, I'm Yeah. Lying. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, Joe, what about you? Are you any a horror I, I love fan?
3: horror games. Um when my wife and I were dating, I had her come over to she came over a visit and she put on uh my playstation v r and she's doing the uh she was doing the uh Resident Evil Seven where the woman is walking yeah. around with a knife you guys remember that
2: yeah it was like a it, demo right
3: yeah it's a demo and she had it on and she's sitting down in, down in her chair and that moment where she, the woman walks behind you and she comes over. Yeah, I made sure that I ran my hands over <laughs> her, and she about pissed herself. And she's like, I'm done. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and, uh, but the truth of the matter is I never did it. I just let her do it. So, oh,
2: okay. So what do you think about Resident <laughs> Evil 4? being? Man, that's going
3: to be fantastic. If you're, if you love horror games, that's going to be up your alley. It's going to be great. I, I'm definitely going to buy it and try it out for Halloween. I think
2: it's going to be a huge factor into more people getting into virtual reality. I think that announced, so it got announced at resident evil's 25th anniversary. They had a big direct and it was kind of just like, Hey, this is happening. But I think the internet blew blew up more than maybe what people were expecting. And I think it's going to be a lot bigger of a deal than what, you know, some companies or some news broadcasts are like, "Oh, this is happening," blah blah blah. Um, but I think it's going to be a really big deal.
1: So, correct so, me if I'm wrong, but uh, the new Resident Evil is it called The Village. Yeah, and- it's yeah. Village,
2: which is eight because V I L L spells you know Roman wow. numeral eight.
1: But that doesn't have VR support, right?
2: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're gonna make an update once the VR 2 comes out and they'll put it in VR. But right now we have not heard that it's gonna be VR supported,
3: so. That game looks fun. Yeah. It's gonna have werewolves and vampires. I'm down for it.
2: Yeah. Uh, Okay, a few more things. Uh, uh, Jesse, I heard about this from you. It's a company called Decamove, what is deck and move? Why is it so important? Why is it like, it's getting really good ratings.
1: Yeah. So, well, the, the move portion I think is just this little thing clipped clip to your waistband or whatever, your pants or your belt. And, uh, it can make it feel more natural when you walk. Um, lots of VR games have problems where like you have to steer and then, or it's like the way you're looking, um, and this will help a lot. Because sure. isn't it, like,
2: isn't it basically if I'm, the way that I'm looking is the way that I have to walk, right? Yeah. Have that. So, so the DECA move allows you to look a different way than the way that you're going to walk.
1: Yeah. So, correct? Joe, you said you played Population 1. Uh, yeah. One of the examples was they put on a DECA move, and they were able to go one direction, turn around, and shoot people, like, so you can... Without that, like I think, population one's one where you go the direction you're looking, so like you can't run away and shoot the opposite direction.
3: <laughs> you
1: know, I I don't know.
3: I know that um, the allure to population one is you can climb at anything, and you can climb anything and turn around and shoot people. But I've never shot anyone from behind because I was focused on. Yeah.
1: Well, and also. Uh, some things about DECA, I don't know the company that well, but it's going to be a competitor to like the Quest. Um, they're going to have a standalone headset. Sure. The Move thing is just one component of that. Which
2: is, it, in the DECA Move, is uh, you're able to use it per, with pretty much any VR headset, right? so. I
1: think yeah. you can.
2: It's just an additional thing, battery charge, that you attach to yourself to just have an extra, you know, understanding of it's not full body tracking but you know it's just allowing you to look a different way than where you're moving kind of a thing so that was another one uh and then um rumors recently uh for quite uh, you know better better half of this year the rumor was that oculus was going to create a quest pro or a quest three this year and Oculus just came out saying this year that is not happening. Their full focus is on the Quest 2. Um, Who knows about next year, but this year for sure, Quest 2 all the way, full support for that. Don't expect a Quest Pro model or anything like that.
3: I would have been upset. I would have been upset as a consumer. Because you just bought a Quest 2. It just came out and they they announced Quest Pro. I would have felt jaded. Because I would rather have a pro, automatically something that's better than what I just bought. I would have been jaded about that, yeah.
2: Gotcha. Um, We don't have to talk much on this. It's just a quick article that I found, and I don't know if, Jesse, you have heard of it. Have you heard of C-Real?
1: C-Real? No, I don't think so.
2: Okay. It's... um... The the article is called The Futuristic VR Tech Could Be a Game Changer for Virtual Reality Headsets. And it says, a company building light field display technology for mixed reality headsets has teased the impressive performance of this latest prototype, and it could be a game changer for VR. It demonstrates the capability of focusing at long distances and rendering high resolution imagery up close, making a leap forward for mixed reality technology, which can be hampered by less than real, uh, less than clear visual fidelity.
1: So it's interesting to use the term making a leap forward because the company that uh, had the most hype about light field technology was called Magic Leap. Okay. People the same exact thing about that company and they got yeah. a bunch of money for funding and blew it all. And,
2: uh, okay. So what HoloLens. is like, what is light field technology?
1: Um, so the HoloLens and the magic leap that they ended up actually releasing, those just do like holograms where it's just like an image displayed on. Oh, sorry. Um, but, uh, Light fields are like uh, manipulating the light that goes into your eyes, not not like a display. Okay. A it's actually so um, the Magic League demo that they have, it's a giant machine, and like they would have celebrities and rich people and CEOs come and do it. And everyone who did that was a firm believer light field will change the world. Um, that's okay. how they made so much money.
2: And then nothing's happened from it.
1: They weren't able to make it small. Oh. They, with the big thing so if this c real company makes it um small yeah. yeah that's a big that's like forget about vr now ar is the number one thing ever interesting throw okay. away all your monitors all your televisions throw away your smartphone throw away any display because you will just have glasses
2: that's how game change right gotcha okay uh next thing is um the main topic of discussion we got an hour left that I really wish Daniel was here because him and I disagree firmly on this subject. Uh, The question is, is VR gameplay? Now we're not talking VR as a whole, but we're talking VR and video gaming. Is it a fad or is it gonna be a permanent part of the future of gaming? And then in the question I said, why is Daniel wrong? but he's not here. So
1: um. I, agree. I think VR will be a fad. I think AR will be.
2: Okay. I was wondering what your take was on it. So why do you think
1: that VR is a fad? Um, I think a lot of people when they play it, like there's lots of cool games and they try them, but then they go back to sitting on the couch with the controller. Um, I think it's a lot of work. It's not as easy. It's not as relaxing. Um, But I think once AR comes, well, like I said, you just throw away your TVs because you'll just have like augmented. You can put a TV anywhere on any wall of your house, any Mm side, anything. Um,
0: So I disagree right there. We already tried 3D TVs and that failed because people had to put something on their face. They had to keep it charged to get the 3D experience in their house.
1: Well, and so, the 3D experience sucked. <laughs> so yeah, it no, wasn't great. I mean, great. again,
0: and so that's one, a thing you have to make the technology much better for it to, for it to work. And is it going to be there? Is augmented reality, what putting a head, am I going to put on a headset to watch TV with my family? I
1: think this would be like glasses, not in the future,
0: well, It'll whatever. Be- I mean, glasses, oh. Google set. I think you just wear them all the time. You just
1: wear them like n- seven.
0: Yeah, but then I'm um, kind of like the, if anyone remembers Back to the Future 2 where Marty McFly Jr. had the headset on right. and he was watching TV, walking all over the place. Um, no, I look. That would be cool for like the single person or the person at their desk who needed multiple. Uh, screens going on. Like me, I have three screens going on right now. So it'd be great if I had a pair of glasses on. And then if I looked over, if I looked to my, my left, you know, my screen one would be there screen two. And I didn't need to have screens popping up as a user as, as, um, um, that would be great as a family, as an entertainment system. I don't think that's necessary to the future because then you don't have that shared experience as a family.
1: Why not? Why couldn't they have it where exactly wherever your TV is today, all of your glasses just think the TV is there.
0: I have to buy glasses for everyone in my family to participate in that. And how expensive will that be? You know, it's like, I'm going to have to buy them a phone. I'm going to have to buy them glasses. I'm going to, you
1: know. No, no. Now, now you don't have to buy them phones because you'll just have the glasses that will replace the phones.
0: Well, again, yeah. it, it all depends how. And again, how is accepting? Uh, are people going to be to this technology? It's hard for people to give up something that they're used to. Yeah. So um, that's where I. That's where I think it, it will definitely come as a user. I can see that as user as. Uh, um, for people making movies, people engineering, people in uh you know, in studios, that's where it's gonna help out. I don't think it's gonna so much translate into the family experience, but I'm if everyone wants to prove me wrong, please prove me wrong and I will eat crow. So I think
1: I think for the next couple of years, you're totally right. But like once once they like um don't think of it as like, I don't know, don't think of it as AR, think of it as like Instead of buying my new TV for a thousand dollars, I'm gonna get these glasses, or they'll have contact lenses, or whatever.
0: No, I, I would, I want it, Jesse. I yeah. already want it. I mean, look, I take my money. But yeah. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think it, it's gonna be a long while before it's ready. You I mean yeah. I, I'm already sold I on it. I'll, I'll let you know. I'm sold. Yeah, on we're talking.
1: In the future. <laughs> All right, but then yeah. So one. So Once they have like crystal clear and contacts or glasses and you can say, you know, don't buy a TV, just buy this. Oh, you don't need a computer because like I was saying, it goes to the cloud. Like you don't need a phone. Pretty soon now, like you're actually saving money by just having one display rather than 10 displays in your house with a phone, with your tablet, with people's laptops. Again,
0: I I think we're a long way... From having a one-stop shop for everything, having a Tony Stark phone that will hop up and be everything for you. I don't know. I I want, I want again, I'm not into I, I'm not as close as into the technology than you are. So you're you're probably a lot knowledgeable than me. So I'm just looking at the consumer standpoint. So from my perspective, I I, I totally see that having I would love to have one device for everything, powerful enough to do whatever I wanted to do. But with with, with semiconductors also um, on a short supply, there's a lot going against it right now.
1: Well, you could argue that the glasses actually would save it because then you don't need semiconductors for every single monitor, every single TV, every single phone. You just have one. Um,
0: How big are the glasses? What's the power output going to be on this?
1: Yeah, I think they're pretty low. Um, There's a few that are, it depends on the technologies they use and how big and all that. But uh, the light field stuff, that would be interesting. I think that's what we need to So are we talking
2: like, you know. Did you ever
0: play with Google Glass?
1: That's what I was just going to
2: say. Are we talking like Google Glass only like way advanced from Google Glass?
1: Yeah. I meant, meant, you know, in the Quest when when you're setting up your room and you can see. Mm
3: Mm-hmm
1: and then you like map out the room like like that except for no screen no videos real life
2: here's my take on just i'm not talking the whole world uh, you know everything from uh movies tv concerts whatever just straight gaming i feel like there is always and this is just my opinion If once more and more people get acclimated with VR, I think in the world of gaming, there is always going to be a level of value towards your, and this is scary in a way, but like you are completely leaving the area that you are in and you are completely going to a different area. Where with AR, you still know that you're in your living room. And so I think that virtual reality is still going to be a thing long way down the road because it is giving such an opportunity for a complete world to be created, which is what video gaming can really take advantage of. So that's my take on it. Is that like, we're already kind of there with Oculus Quest 2. You can, you know, be in this world that is completely digitally made and it, tricks your brain into thinking that you are actually in this place and so i don't feel like virtual reality is going to go away i think it's just going to get better and better it's going to get more and more realistic because there is still a level of like this is not real you know but kind of like that south park episode that you were talking about like it is going to get to a point of like you're going to put those headset on and it's going to just feel like you're in this place.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's truth to that.
2: Because as cool as AR is, and I'm not saying that it, it's not going to be a thing, and there's probably going to be a blur between AR and VR as okay. well. Um but I think just uh, the reality of like the future of movies as well potentially that like you can actually I mean, I think there's going to be a blur between video games and movies. And that, like, you can play the character in a movie. You know? Um, potentially, that's going to be a part of the future. But I think with video gaming, like, when when some of the first computers huh? were made, what was one of the first things that was done? People played games on them,
1: yeah.
2: you know? like. I think that we are just naturally creatures of play. And I think that any chance that we can get to like have an opportunity to be completely in a different world, in a different area, just like ready player one. Like, I don't think that's going anywhere. I think that that is going to become more and more of a thing. And to completely quote my brother, because he sent it in a message, he said, um, it will be a thing for a lot of people at first, then less, and less, and then less, and less, and less, and then it will just be gone, just like every other fad. What is everyone's take on that statement? I fully disagree.
1: I think it de- I think it could. That could happen. Um, it just depends on if somebody comes out with the killer headset that has yeah. all the features. The price like Bobby said and it's easy to use and um, I think once you try Quest 2 then you're like whoa yeah we're one step closer to that like uh, do you think that the Quest 2 is
2: already I mean okay so let's talk sales right the Quest 2 has been out for six months and it has outsold all other Oculus headsets that have been on the market for the past six years so within six months it outsold six years of Oculus selling headsets. So I feel like the Oculus Quest 2 is already like that device that is going to be the thing that gets a lot of people into it.
1: So I think I think your brother's point was that like people will use it and then they'll be like, I'm done with the gimmick. I'm going back to my tried and true. Um, yeah, one part, one reason I see people going back is it's just easier to sit on the couch and veg out and play putting on vr it's like draining kind of it's a lot of work so like, but what if can... they're just
2: you know what if the technology gets better and better and better where it's not draining you don't feel any yeah. sort of whatever and what if like as weird as it is like everyone's watching uh tv on their oculus or on yeah. whatever vr headset it is you know
4: They said, according to um,
2: Superdata, the Quest 2 sold over 1 million units in the fourth quarter of 2020. An increased number of VR headsets in homes would likely increase the consumer base for VR game and app developers, likely luring additional investments into the area.
1: That was the second thing I was going to bring up, is that you need a killer headset and then you need killer apps. I think people go back to the flat gaming. People call it pancake gaming now.
3: Yeah, sure. (laughs) uh,
1: Because that's where all the killer third party or AAA uh, titles are.
2: Yes, which is why like things like the fact that Resident Evil 4, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 is coming, yeah. which is an old game, but it's still a incredibly beloved game. Um, I think that more we're going to see more and more AAA games coming to, to virtual reality. Well, and hopefully um,
1: Valve keeps making games for yeah. VR. That would be huge.
2: Alberto, what is your take on this? Is it a fad? Is it going to go away? I know that you've only d- tried it a little bit, but what are your thoughts?
4: Well, um, you might hate me, but I—I I don't know. I'm a little bit of a mix, and maybe—maybe maybe the reason I say that, that I feel like my hate me is because like it's really easy that since I don't have a headset, the VR headset, I think a lot of yeah. people would be like, "Well, you don't like it because you don't have it," and it has nothing to do with that. Um, When I first started at GameStop, the PSVR was just coming out. And I remember if 20 people walked into the store, maybe two of them is bringing up VR. But those two customers that are bringing up VR are incredibly passionate. Each one of those, every single VR customer that ever came in, when it was just first starting to hit the market, has been incredibly passionate. And to this day, they still are. So I think that the market won't really grow and it's probably not gonna get to the point where it's gonna be in in every household. Bobby brought up a point that like, I'm thinking about a lot. Like I'm at the age where, um, of course, my girlfriend and I, we'd wanna move into a home. And after that, start a family. But with that comes a lot of extra costs and VR is really cool right now, but it's gonna be really expensive unless there is a really affordable thing. And like you said earlier, It'd be really cool if there is some sort of VR headset, some sort of model, some sort of console that can bundle it all together at a pretty solid, a decent price. I know earlier um, it was mentioned that, well, it's still technically cheaper than a PS5. And while that is true, at the same time, I'm still in no rush to even get a PS5, even as it is. So I think... Well, you probably couldn't get one anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think like... Uh, I, I don't know. I just have, like a, like, a lot of mixed things. There is a lot of stuff that, have, that has happened in video game history, obviously, that was a fad. It took over the world, and it really did go into every um, household. Sitting right next to me is a Guitar Hero drum set. Right. And that's a huge reminiscent of the mid-2000s. And, it, unfortunately, it kind of will for, forever be that. But for a time being, it was a little way of immersing yourself. I think, if anything, though, VR won't grow to this high heights by any means i think there is a limited market for it it's a much smaller and tighter market and i specifically think that because those that have families it's probably not the affordable thing to do those that do live in small apartments like you say it might not be the affordable option as well and i i don't know i just i just don't see a huge necessity just yet in order to get it because i went to the arcade i got my vr You know, Phil, and I know that's almost insulting to even compare it to like, you know, like the Quest 2. By no means am I saying they're an equivalent, but I got a taste of VR and I'm like, I'm good. I'm probably good for the next like three, three years. That was cool. If everyone tried again, I'll try for 10 bucks. No commitment. I just walk in slide my card and just play it for like 15 minutes and then I leave and I'm totally fine with that. And I'm fully satisfied. My favorite games have been stuff like Mafia and Final Fantasy, uh, Persona, Last of Us. I, all all four of those games are story driven games. So while I think that like these kind of, you know, like VR games can be really, really awesome because there has been, I mean, like last year alone, how many awards has half life Alex, uh, you know, like been nominated for clearly there is potential in the games, but for actual um, storytelling, yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: like, can you imagine playing the last of us, which is my favorite game,
4: but then you're actually playing as Joel as Joel. Yeah like would you you be into that i would and i wouldn't i think the thing that scares me the most and the only reason that i haven't really bought one i'm always worried that like i'm gonna end up buying it for like two or three games and that's it someone earlier mentioned that i think it was you specifically and and i just brought this up about like getting like the big bundle thing there's a reason that the ps2 sold so well and it wasn't just because the game library it because Let's yeah, be honest. It, it was it was a DVD player. Yeah, the Wii. I mean, like that could be the counter argument. Is that well, the Wii is you know one of the best selling consoles of all time. Yeah, but people bought that because it was the affordable option of the big three, and it was really easily accessible and be so, sports. Yeah, yeah. So it's right. so it's stuff like that. So VR, it's not crazy affordable. It's not well, really it easily. Now, it is yeah. actually affordable slowly now yeah but like when it first came out oh, oh yeah God it was God. it was due to those prices i remember seeing those and people sliding like their cards it's like that's, that's a lot of money to just play like until dawn rush of blood like that's <laughs> a lot of money just for that <laughs> but nowadays it's, it's finally i think it's gonna finally start to grow a little bit um if anything if anything though psbr has been out for this will be his fifth year anniversary the fact this lasted five years, half a decade, and it's still growing strong. Not and only they're working that, on a easily. second one, yeah. Yeah, they're working on a sequel for its brand new, huge, yeah. fast selling console. I think it's a testament that it's here to stay, but it's not here to dominate any sort of like like huge and, field. And that's
2: now. my, that is in, in the chat that we had earlier, that is my point that like, I don't think that VR is gonna take over the gaming market. Yeah, That's not my point but my point is i don't think it's going to go away i think mm-hmm. that there's going to be a large enough group of people that find value in a deeper level of immersing uh uh, uh immer- immersing themselves in a mm-hmm. video game yeah that like there's going to be enough people that are going to like i want more of that like my wife tried it the other day and she played astrobot oh. and she was like you're never gonna wanna play your other video games ever again, like, which, <laughs> I mean, I'm a retro video game collector, I will play those, but it was just like so incredible to her that like she asked her about if people don't know what it is, you are the camera and it's basically like a 3D Mario game where you're this little robot and just like, you know, any VR, you're looking to the left and you're looking to the right and you're seeing you, you are holding a controller, moving the, you know, robot throughout the stage. And she was just blown away that, like, you look to the left and there's coins over there that she sees you need to collect. And, like, you actually have to look to the left in order to get them, you know, kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. she was just like, you're never going to want to play your normal video games ever again after playing this. Andrew,
1: so, you, yeah. you like retro games? Um, on Steam, I think I think it's on Steam um if not itch.io um they have a pixel rip no they have well yeah that's a cool game but um they have a emulator for nes and it mm, turns the 3d yeah. yeah yeah it
4: that- was a really cool project yeah. I it was recent i think right like only a couple of years back
1: yeah he's been yeah. working on it's gotten better and better
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby, I. bobby what was, was that what no, was that
1: cool. um
2: last
0: comment Last comment, the PSVR headset, which was released in October 2016, sold 5 million units as of January 2020. Uh, units of PSVR worldwide from February 2017 from January
1: 2020. Hey, Alberto, yeah. I have a question. You said you worked at GameStop?
4: Yeah, I worked there uh, oh. <laughs> most of my bachelor degree, yeah.
1: And you brought up the point that like people are still buying VR, even though it's been five, six years.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I, and and everyone seems to say like I bought it because I tried it. Once I tried it, then I bought it. Mm. Yes, one of those Andrew brought up earlier. Like you don't, you can't explain it. You got to just do it, and then you'll understand. Um, what do you think? Like if GameStop, I know they they're not staffed to be able to have demos of VR. Yeah. But what if they did demos of VR? Like the adoption rate would have went through the roof. Like they have kiosks for PlayStation Five. Yeah, but they don't. Who's going to-, to the mall? Well, yeah. Nowadays, who's going to the
0: mall? We're talking pre-COVID.
2: <laughs> yeah. this
0: yeah. I well, remember in the Best past, buy, the past, but what about the future? I, mean, I remember yeah. at
2: Best Buy they had PlayStation VR. You know, yeah. it was like one or two days that oh, you could on weekends. Yeah, they'd show up and you could try
4: it, kind of. A no, thing. but um, I, I, I definitely had that same thought, Jesse, before. Like uh, my manager Frank, for example, he, he, uh, he bought a PSVR pretty early on. He tried out every single psvr game and at first you he, he loves new shiny toys new something comes out mm-hmm. out with the old in with the new constantly. so um the one that really sold it for him was resident evil 7. he loved it and he wouldn't stop talking about it for a week little by little just the way that he was explaining just his experience i started to really gain a huge curiosity the problem was for that four five six seven hour shift that i was with him and him explaining this awesome vr experience by the time I go home, it's almost like that was just a really cool story he told me. I still yeah. haven't tried it. And, yeah. and, and the barrier of entry is still a huge, you know, it's still $300 or $200 whatever the case would it might be. At least, like, if he was trying to sell me a PS5, he can at least, you know, compare. It's like, well, th- do you have a PS4? Well, yes, I am one of the 106 million people that own a PS4. <laughs> I, I, I do have one, and I have played, and I really enjoyed it. He's like, it's like that but better. I'm like, well, there's something that i could compare it to that's awesome the only thing i have it to compare it to and the only thing that like people that don't have it is either a close friend or family that they can try it out at or an arcade which is much lower in quality when yeah. it compares it seems to anything like you that.
2: just need more experience with it it seems yeah, like joe sure. needs to come over to your place bring this oculus <laughs> quest 2 and you need to just try it
4: i know for well, a fact if though.
2: If asks, that would have
1: that would have been amazing
4: yeah i know for a fact that they had like even just i mean pre-covid of course this is a whole nother world now but pre-covid they had just one small station where you can try out even something like playstation worlds which was a giant demo disc yeah and like i've seen gameplay but really like watching gameplay of a vr game will never feel the same as actually being in it i remember playing i remember watching gameplay is super hot and then playing it at the arcade and even though i only played it at just 10 15 bucks dude Holy guacamole. makes a difference.
1: Anybody who has played played Superhot. If you watch Superhot gameplay, you'd be like, that looks boring. The graphics are terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. like, whoa, I'm Neo.
0: Yeah.
4: But sorry, Bobby. You you were going to ask.
0: Oh, no. I was going to say, weren't you introduced to the N64 in a McDonald's?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: So that was, I mean, (laughs) they they need to put those things back in McDonald's. I mean.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can see (laughs) some some uh work some liability issues of i mean the other day my son was playing super hot and he straight up smacked me in the face trying to like you know throw a gun at somebody because i was too close to him so that is you the other thing a
4: with vr um you know which well, no go ahead
2: well that's the other thing with vr that like oculus is really working on is if you don't know with oculus quest 2 um, when you first start, you establish your boundary. And so Mm -hmm. you literally there's cameras on it and you can see cameras of your house and you draw an entire boundary of like, this is the area that I'm going to play. So then if you get outside that boundary, like a wall comes up and it shows you like, Hey, this is your boundary that you drew. If you go past that, you're getting into an unsafe territory and new updates that I've heard that they're working on is if someone walks into your boundary, it's it will let you know that someone's walked into your boundary, which mm-hmm. is also pretty cool.
4: So anyway, what were you saying, Alberto? I was gonna say, uh, again, during my early college years, I also worked at another retail store, ripped to this store, but it was Carson Perry Scott. And um, that one also kind of made me realize one thing. And I think this was this kind of hurt VR, I think, in my opinion. When VR was first coming out, and PSVR was like kind of like the bigger name because it was finally hitting, you know, home consoles. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of cash grabbed, really, third random parties that were selling phone VR headsets at at like at at, at like counters. And I remember working at Carson's and at GameStop, and I even bought one of them. They're like twenty bucks or something. Google Cardboard. Yeah, so you try it on, you go home, and there's specific YouTube. Yeah, there's specific yeah. YouTube videos that are supposed to get you immersed and whatnot, and you try it out. And again, I think one thing is that that also, my opinion, I think, really gave yep awful first impression. It was like 240p a a or something like that. It was awful you know? quality. You really did get motion sick with that. It yeah. was a flimsy piece of plastic, and I think a lot of people bought that and just probably thought, if this is what VR is going to offer me, I'm not right. chipping in another two hundred dollars. I already okay. chipped in twenty five, and I don't even like.
2: Yeah, it. Yeah, I funny. definitely think that those things, or even like, isn't the Oculus Go? That's just something that you put the phone in,
4: right? No, I think so. No, no, no.
1: Oh, that's not okay. Less, but only three degrees of freedom. And you're yeah, going. No, your- that's what it was. Oh.
4: Gotcha. But
2: yeah, th- those mm-hmm. sort of cheap things where you put the phone in there has just ruined people's under mindset yeah. of like what virtual reality can be.
1: I can't Nothing. tell you how many people have said, oh, I get motion sickness from VR, because they did those phone things. And of yeah. course, if it's 40 to 60 like frames per second, you're going to get sick.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> when yeah. are we going to uh, go into the matrix? Like, just plug it directly into our cere- <laughs> cerebral cortex and then have Morpheus show up and say, OK, do you want well, I, the red pill or the blue pill?
1: There's some companies, and I, I don't remember if it was Microsoft or Facebook recently, or they're really, really working on but there's other smaller companies. They're working on wristbands so they can receive electronic signals to your fingers. Uh-huh. So you can use that, you know, Andrew mentioned the Quest 2, or Joe did, uh, uses the cameras. Uh-huh. Well, your hands behind your back, or also there's like a slight delay, but if it's reading electronic signals, it can sure what you're doing so they're already working on that. yes and then talk about
2: like haptic suits or uh gloves like oh yeah how much Uh, do you think that's gonna be
1: a thing um i do some side work for a vr company and we use um haptic uh, vests for racing games and stuff so you go around a corner and you feel Mm -hmm. this slam on the brakes and you feel it and um was it a pretty realistic feeling? Yeah, I mean, or is it you're just more like, this is a
2: vibrator thing, you know?
1: No, like, I mean, once you get the visuals, you know, mm-hmm. you already get lost. I feel yeah. like if you asked me, like if I didn't even have the vest on and I went around a corner, like, and you took the headset off and said, did you feel like you're going around the corner? I would say, yes, yeah. even without right. the haptics. So the haptics just add another-
2: That adds
1: more to uh, it what vr
2: company if you don't have to say if you don't want to but what vr company are you doing uh, stuff for
1: adventures in vr
2: okay what do do they do
1: they just go to different events and they'll have vr um setups like so like if if you have a very fancy party or something or a media event
2: okay cool yeah sweet um okay the last thing that i want to kind of give on my uh defense for the future of vr would just be the reality at like i think we're all over the age of 30 is that right
4: no uh, me and christian are not
2: oh dang well tw- 20s 30s yeah <laughs> 40 are- 40 40 sorry man 40, yeah well you're just not good looking A young
4: 40 Bobby.
0: Thank you. Yes, Yes.
2: As hard as it is to believe we are not the future of video gaming. And so that is where my point is that like you give VR to a kid and it's just instant. They know exactly what to do. They don't have really any questions at all. It's just, it's super intuitive. And so I just think, okay, we might have issues with like motion sickness or this or that or whatever. But like, I think that it's going to become more and more a thing that like kids in the future will be doing that. I think that yeah.
1: like, will solve those problems. We've already, motion sickness is pretty much gone.
2: Yeah. will
1: go away as resolution. Uh, yeah. I was curious, how do your sons like VR? Are they like obsessed? They
2: with love it.
1: All right, because I know they like video games. Like, they love the Wii and they all that. They love
2: playing Minecraft. They love playing Roblox. They're the classic nine-year-old, uh, those types of games, right? But they, like, totally love
1: VR. And so, um, they, have they have Minecraft VR.
2: VR as well, yeah. And we're we're wondering whether we want to actually introduce it to them or not because <laughs> they already play Minecraft way too much as it is so um but yeah our next door neighbor who he's 10 he is the one that has the quest too and it's just like uh i mean i i don't think it's just going to be a fad i think there's like the level of like it is a very affordable thing for like a birthday present or a christmas present for your middle class family you know i'm not saying it's going to be affordable for everyone but like $300 for a middle-class family. like I think that's going to be a pretty easy thing for most middle-class families to be able to buy a Quest 2 for their kit.
0: Right now, for everyone who's not showing, I'm showing a clip of an old Simpsons episode where... um, the, everyone got a bunch of money to the school, and Lisa's envisioning VR headsets in the classroom. And she's going to Mongolia, and Genghis Khan saying, "Welcome, Lisa. Welcome. You're gonna eat who I eat, kill who I kill." <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> um, and that's and that's what immediately came to my mind when we thought of this uh, uh, conversation is is VR now, especially too, will VR be a big part of education.
2: Yep, and that's oh, that's yeah. what I what I wanted to go in forward forward to was,
4: hundred percent. We yeah, kind of talked
2: about it. like just the gaming world. What is VR going to be beyond just gaming? Education, concerts, meetings, sporting events, like art. art. you know. Um, there was a company. I read an article just recently that multi million dollar deal that was just made to be able to create like this just happened within the past week or so to be able to create virtual reality experiences for concerts so people are going to be going to concerts and maybe they don't have to spend a hundred dollars to go see Coldplay they can spend 20 bucks and probably get a better view than spending a hundred dollars and getting a
1: nosebleed seat. Coldplay can be in one location and basically have concert across the world. So yeah. now they don't need to go on tour. Right. Or they can have tour. Also,
2: I will say that being someone who works in the music industry, touring is actually a very lucrative, that's where these companies, that's where, because it's not even about the ticket sales as much as it is merchandise.
1: Yeah, but now get this, man. Now you're having a concert where you could have 300 million people go to it.
2: And, and if you want to like buy a, shirt, a shirt, shirt, right? Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, well, because they're already doing concerts on YouTube. Like Coldplay yeah. a couple of years ago did like a sunrise concert where you know it was a good two hour long concert and it literally started pitch black. And then throughout the concert, the sun is rising and it just like and they did it live and it sounded amazing. And it's just like, yeah. That's definitely could be the future for sure.
0: The technology has to be. And this is where I have a hard time. I mean, again, it all depends on what the children of the future are. Maybe, you know, maybe the old fogey in me. Um, but I do miss going to concerts, you know. Oh, interacting with. Yeah, I mean, having a live thing. Now, maybe I don't think it's going to completely replace the actual in-person, especially if, if things get back to normal, but, um, you know, you're not going to, the tactile function of, and just the social interaction of interacting with people, uh, loving what you love, feeling, uh, you know, the sweat and some of my favorite memories have been at rock concerts, you know, rocking out at a corn concert or, um, you know, Mm. uh, you know feeling the wind in my hair at a dave matthews concert with a cold beer in my hand No, yeah granted yeah. i can i can probably put on an oculus rift you know have a full stereo piping through my ears hear dave matthews have the have the window open and have a beer right there but is it the same experience
2: no i don't think it's the mm-hmm. same and this is where i think they're still gonna have those concerts because there is so much money to be made but i think it's probably gonna be a little mix of that where they're gonna realize, like I I make a living right now running tech for a church. And I've done that for the either churches or for a university for the past five, six years, right? And especially when COVID hit, all the churches in all of America were like, we gotta get online if they're not online yet. And so, because nobody's able to physically come to the building, And so I think that that's going to be somewhat the future of concerts is like, whoa, we can still have all these people come to this show and make a lot of money, but we can make even more money by also advertising. You can see Coldplay with this VR experience for 20, 30 bucks. And you can also, after the concert, buy the t shirt online, you know, all of that stuff. And so again,
0: I do agree. Like my personal church that I belong to, they have found more followers during Covid because they're because able they to get online. online yeah. they've always been online, but they really made it easy to yeah. jump in um, with their live shows, you know, um, right. and I think technology too, it's it's gotten easier. Anyone with a camera, a decent internet connection, an OBS studio um, mm-hmm. can and, and a little prep work can do a great job broadcasting to your audience. And I think it's gonna be a mixture. It's it's not gonna be um I think for the for the people that can afford it, they might use it, but I don't think it's gonna be an overall, it's gonna replace everything. Yeah, so let's I talk agree. education.
2: Or go oh, ahead, Jesse, and then and then we'll talk education.
1: I agree with both Bobby and Andrew that I don't think it's a replacement for real experiences. It's a virtual experience. It's a yes. very similar one. Um but there is some actual benefits. I've I've attended a few concerts in VR, um, and a cool one. Cool thing was I was like dancing, jumping around and stuff. Um, I got sweaty. I just took my headset off, went and grabbed a drink, came back. If you're at a real concert, you're in the front row or something. Good luck getting a drink. Good luck yeah. getting a moment. Good like if you got to go to the bathroom. Good luck. Like um, also, I didn't need to drive there and park, and it wasn't like a whole huge yep. thing. It was. Put on the headset. Yep. An hour later, take the headset off.
2: The convenience factor, and that's where I think like experiences yeah. like that, you can't necessarily have an AR, or maybe maybe you will be able to, but it might it, it's not going to be the same as like feeling more like you're at the concert. Yeah. You know, sure, maybe you could you could have Coldplay in your living room, but that's probably not as cool as like putting on this headset and like being at the concert. In the front row you know i don't know maybe the, maybe having them in your living room is cooler
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> with that magic leap that was ar and they had a contract with the nba so you yeah could, you could basically be sitting on your couch and you could see them play in your living room as if you're like front row and the cool thing about that is um you then can have unlimited people with front row at the concert unlimited people with front row at sure. the sporting event
2: yep and they are also in VR, you can watch NBA games at, yeah. you know, front line ticket or, or front row seats. Yeah, they have um, rest
1: matches in NBA.
2: yeah, and you can watch movies in a movie theater, connect with your friend, all that stuff. How about education? Because, I mean, if there's anything that I've learned from my father who, uh, he runs a business that, like, fixes cell phones and iPads and broken devices, a huge part of the money that he can make is just from education because you give these kids a giant piece of glass, they're gonna break it. Um, But also just like- Um, Look how hard it is to
0: get, oh, sorry.
2: Well, just uh, if you think about it, if you wanted to get an entire classroom Virtual reality headsets so they can all experience going to the pyramids all together. That's 30 headsets that you will be selling to one classroom of a school of like, you know, 12, 13, 15 classrooms in that school across all of America, all of the world. That could be a very, very huge industry.
0: Well, it, it, yes, it could, but look how hard it is getting to people, you know, you have kids uh, in the, you know, in the suburbs of Chicago who are having trouble getting internet access, who are trouble well, getting computers talking about at the to school. people. Well, even even like, at the school, people are even having issues. You know, you have teachers coming back for the first time from COVID and mm-hmm. they're rooming and, you know, the term is called rooming. And I'm sorry, I'm, uh, my wife's a teacher. Um, I hear a lot of this stuff coming in, but you have, a lot, and my sure. my heart goes out to a lot of these teachers who have to room and Zoom. They're showing up on the first day of class yeah. and some of the technology issues are not even set up. So you have a lot, you have a long way to go before you're giving every kid a virtual reality experience like we saw in that Simpsons clip.
3: Um, and this is also it would be gonna, great
0: to have, but it's, it's, it's a I long wish Daniel- way.
3: It's where I wish
2: Daniel was here because that's exactly what he works in. He works in IT for schools. Right. He so works in, he would have a lot more insight into how soon something like that.
0: Well, yeah, and, and he works will take for a, a very, change. he works for a very, for a district that has a lot of money, you know, well, it's and very also well
2: though, there are a lot of districts that do have a lot of money. And I'm wondering if it's something that could become a reality for those districts sooner than, than later.
1: We'll have I to get down on comment. I don't think we're anywhere near that, but okay. the topic of education doesn't necessarily mean school. Like, I did the Anne Frank experience, that's a good point. I learned a lot. Like, in general, the more immersive you can be, like the better you'll learn something. Yeah, the I-
2: statistics that you do gather. Or you you hold on to more information when it's a visual experience in in virtual reality right
0: when you have a lot when you when you're not just learning from when Reading you're getting or... uh, you're hit you're hitting all the points of you're, you're visually you're hitting the visual you're hitting the tactile yeah uh, um yeah you, that you're definitely become a better learner and you uh you get the information you obtain you retain the information more i do agree the benefits i'm just thinking you I mean, it's the, uh, everyone, uh, again, it's everyone who's, who has the cash, who like the first people with the microwaves, the first people with the CDs, the first sure. people with the DVDs, and it's going to be a slow trickle until everything gets super cheap. And then you're there and having the infrastructure to have that more yeah. often, um, to have those benefits. So sure.
1: Yeah. So I don't know anything about schools, but do they have schools where they give kids all tablets now? oh, oh yes, yeah.
0: tons of schools have yes there's, yeah. kids with, there's first graders with with chrome if, devices
1: if you could go back 10 20 years ago and ask like a yeah. parent would would a school ever give people tablets or laptops you know they'd say no so i think yeah maybe in 10 20 years maybe they'll give them vrs but nowhere also i
2: totally um, want to see an entire school or an entire classroom with all the kids having vr headsets <laughs> and then yeah. see the teacher try to control all of them <laughs> because that just sounds hilarious.
4: I think I think that would be, I think it would be really awesome to see something like that. But I mean, just to kind of go along with you guys, it would, it would, it would take a long time. While I didn't work in IT, um, when I was in grad school, I, I worked in the uh, faculty center and part of my job was, was doing the, basically just faculty IT support. So I was like the filter before it got to the IT department, if there was something that I I couldn't fix. And I was specifically working with like uh, our online um, course stuff because everyone uses some sort of like online system application. And we were using this thing called Blackboard. And uh, we're in the middle of like converting like a lot of different systems and whatnot. What I have learned in that experience, because I still worked there over the summer last summer, and um, I stopped working there in, in 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 October, so that means I worked during the entire summer of 2020. And I will tell you that that whole summer of 2020 was nothing but just answering emails and phone calls and everything else, because there is a lot of professors that are not really up to date with technology. Let's say that a little more you know, kindly, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of professors that just, there's a huge learning curve, even for them. Totally. So, so having to teach them all that stuff, I think not even financially, just a real amount of time and instruction to give to the instructors. So then they can instruct. That's, that's almost like a whole nother hurdle. Like for us for, we, you know, I, I don't have an Oculus, but, uh, right now, but I know that if you give me 15 minutes with it or even less, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, I can know easily that. just pick it up oh, and yeah. that's it. But yeah, if you right? give this to one of the older professors, like at the university I was at, good lord, like I got to give them like a module and a one on one lesson. And but I'd be multiply, surprised by there's, there's some videos as, out there of elderly using
2: VR and it's no, no, yeah, pretty, yeah, no. It's pretty incredible how quickly they can catch on to it too.
1: I, I so. do think there's a problem with yes, you'll have to educate them how to use it, but I want to point out that the first few VR headsets. Like, how long did it take you, Andrew, to set up the PlayStation VR? A lot longer than the Quest, 2. The Quest, yeah. There's is a lot,
4: lot of cables. That is true. Actually,
1: Quest Two? Whoa! Like, yeah. You unbox the thing, and it just thirty seconds. To this everything's set up. Yeah, yeah that's and,
4: true.
0: And here's right. the thing, too. As
1: it's going to be super easy. Yeah.
0: As generations, as my generation gets older, as the everyone, this. I'm more comfortable with technology, so something that's coming up when I'm older, I like to think I'm going to be. We're going to be more adaptable as we get older, and as the kids who are more adaptable with this situation, they'll be able to, um, they'll be able to introduce it to us. So, my, I think, right, you, we grew up in the information superhighway where technology was just um, exploding at an exponential rate. Yeah, we we and knew we, the world before the internet. Right. So, and we, we grew up with that and I think we'll be able to adapt. It's a lot harder for the older generation. So maybe the technology that is introduced in the future to when we're, you know, retiring might be easier for us and it might be a little bit more adaptable too, to take that into consideration as well.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: then again, we might be all old fogies and crud and say like, no, give me my iPhone. I'm just going to watch <laughs> it on there.
2: <laughs> all right, we got no, 15 cool. minutes. If anybody has any sort of insight into anything that we haven't touched on yet, or if uh, there's anything that they think the future of VR is, say something in the comments and we'll try to touch on it quick. The last thing I really want to touch on, well, well, two things. One would be healthcare. How much do you think yeah. VR is going to be something in healthcare? Because it already is. People already are is, already yeah. performing surgeries over My, virtual reality.
0: Yeah, I think that the hospitals have the more money, so they'll they'll definitely be a thing in the future. Yeah, because if you
2: think My, about it, if you're like this state of the st- this surgeon, that is just like incredible. And if you have the technology, and if all of these places around the world have the technology, this one doctor could be performing this surgery all around the world.
1: Yeah. A Facebook at yeah. their uh, Oculus Connect last year brought up. They did a test where people studied for a surgery exam um, with the normal classroom and textbooks and whatever percentage, 85% or whatever uh, passed. But then they had a VR one and it was mm-hmm. like 99% of people passed. Wow. And that's part of that education, right? You experience something, you're going to learn it much better. Yeah. So there's training the surgeons. Um, also I think a cool thing with healthcare that's overlooked is, and I brought this up with the concerts, it's so much easier to just put your headset on. You don't have to drive anywhere.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, think about therapy visits or doctor's appointments already. They have online doctor's appointments and they're so totally. much easier driving somewhere. Yeah. Um, and they become more affordable because the scheduling and all that just becomes easier. Doctors can just be at home. So I think, yeah. uh, therapy would be huge in VR. If you have somebody who has social anxiety or something and they don't want to go to the therapist, mm-hmm. or just you have kids and you can't leave the house. Right. So mm-hmm. I think- well, there's I'm also put talk on about my VR. virtual
0: headset, ignore my kids so I can go to my doctor <laughs> session. Kids, you're on your own. Make sure yeah. you're in front of a video game. Yeah. Fire. There, what? There's also talk
2: about actual studies done that people are able to take less. They're not having to take as much medicine because of using virtual reality where they're going to a peaceful place in virtual reality or they're experiencing some sort of therapeutic thing and they don't need as much anxiety med or they don't need as much antidepressant medication, especially like Jesse and I, we live in Minnesota and like half of the year it is just freezing cold and super dark um and so i could see like using a virtuality like just freaking go to the beach for a half an hour and that like changing your mood you know Yeah. so the other thing would be the military i know that jesse you posted something recently about a huge deal that was made was that with microsoft Microsoft and and halo lens right yeah so what what's that all about
1: I don't, I don't remember the details, but Microsoft always seems to get military contracts. Yeah. I'm sure like, uh, that VR treadmill you showed, I I was thinking that the military would be a great application for that. I'm sure they have treadmills. Um, sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Training. We went back to the education and experience.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they don't need to shoot real people now. They can just. <laughs> Jeez.
2: Yeah. <Cool. laughs> Speaking of Microsoft, then the last question before we go. So they've made the Halo lens or Halo Lens, whatever it says. Do you think that within the Xbox series, which is the newest Xbox that came out, will there be a virtual reality headset that will come out? That's the that's the big talk. That's the big talk. Is is a VR headset gonna come out for hmm. the Xbox? Because Phil Spencer has just straight up been like, that is not our focus. That's not where we're going. If my brother on here, he would tooth and nail fight me against it. I absolutely think that either they are going to make one or they're going to partner with another company.
0: Why can't Microsoft just do the halo lens that they already have and integrate it into the technology?
1: Well, it's $2,000. Yeah. It's it's not consumer.
2: (laughs) Consumer. consumer, Yeah. Why do you you think that it's going to happen, Jesse?
1: Uh, There was a leak. I think it's French Xboxes. Yep. They, they, if you plug in some USB thing or whatever, they'll show the VR thing with instructions. Yeah. Like they, they already have the software on there, and they they claim
2: that that was a translation error with an Xbox VR headset. Yeah. Like Like it, because it says like your virtual reality headset is not connected, right? Yeah. And then their excuse was, oh, that was a translation error with the French, blah, 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 or something like that. (laughs) So I just, I, uh, I really want Daniel to eat his words when a VR headset comes out for my, should we get
0: get another bet going on, on the man cave between you and your brother?
2: I yeah, let's do it.
0: So uh, every well, we gotta put Dan in here. Bet one next next time. But we have we have a bet going on if the Star Wars universe will ever get rebooted between Dan, Christian, and Joe. and Joe. Yeah. So, um, that's the one bet we're going on, and then the one bet we would have to configure would be Andrew. You think virtual reality immersion gaming Xbox- is going to be a thing? No, no, no. The the bet
2: is that Xbox is going to make a VR headset, or they're going to partner with a company that will make a headset for them. Okay. Well, hey, HP made one for Microsoft.
1: A whole bunch of companies did.
2: Yeah, but I'm talking for the Xbox. Yeah. Like, how
0: long in a a certain time frame are we going to give it a turn? Within the lifespan of the series XS. So we'll have to get Dan on next time. Dan's on, and we're we're having a we're just having some fun conversations. We'll see if he'll want to take part in that bet. So, what would the I bet, skin of the game?
2: Well, yeah, what would the bet be though? I mean, well, he's like, Daniel buys me an Xbox Series X because sure. I'm okay with that. I would
0: say he buy. <laughs> I would say he would have to buy you if it comes out. He would have to buy you the um the headset.
2: But I don't have a Series X, so the headset's not going to matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you own so much stuff. I don't
2: know. Yeah, that's but, true. I do. Um,
0: I don't know. That's a, that's something we can we can talk uh, on a later podcast. But I just think that would be fun to have on the background. So
2: absolutely. Is um, there any other final remarks, uh, Jesse? Have we missed any news
4: that
1: uh, news that uh, Microsoft is looks like they have a VR headset for the Xbox and. Apple has been buying a bunch of AR companies. Yeah,
2: there's a big talk about them making a headset.
1: Yep, an AR one. If they do, like everything Apple does usually is popular. They don't yeah. have a lot of uh, bad projects. So. And,
2: and the one thing that my brother will say was, the last time that <laughs> Apple tried to make a video game system, how well did that go for them with the Apple Pippin? And I'm like, dude, that you can't even.
0: What, <laughs> like, I, the Apple TV. I connect my video games on it, and I have a pretty fun experience playing. You know, I can play anything from the Apple Arcade on there. I so, would argue
1: that iPad is a pretty popular video game system.
0: Yeah, and so they're 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 doing okay now. Sometimes they, they it takes a while for them to find the right stride. But I mean, their first version of their iPhone was horrible, and it crashed and burned. So they eventually get it. So, but
2: it still changed the world.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, no. um, Jesse, um, is there anything? Thanks for being a guest today. Is like, is there anything you want to plug or talk about your Facebook groups or anything like that?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no problem.
0: <laughs> um, Andrew, um, I just want to say next week, if everyone wants to join in on us, we'll be talking about the, we'll be recapping the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It will be a spoiler. Uh, centric episodes so yep, episode five
2: or are we covering just, five and six
0: five we're covering six gets the whole released thing. next friday because okay. we just registered five six is coming out friday we're covering and the whole thing recovering the whole thing and the future of the mcu after that point so we did it for wandavision we're doing it for falcon and the winter soldier so if you're joining in make sure you're caught up or you're going to be spoiled 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 like that oh, milk okay. i have over there Anyway, cool. well, thank Andrew, you. everybody to sign us off? So yeah,
2: appreciate it. Next week, Captain or not Captain America, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, We're gonna cover that. Thanks, Jesse, you. thank you for being our special guest, and uh, we thank you for being here. We'll see you guys next week.